Look, negative self-talk will have you talking to people crazy. It'll have you talking yourself out of relationships or getting you into toxic situations. You have to work on you first. You have to fix what you have going on with inside of you who tells you or what tells you that it's okay to talk to yourself in this manner. So this episode, we are covering negative self-talk. And sometimes we talk to ourselves crazy and don't even realize it. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, we are still on this self-esteem trail, and today we're going to talk about negative self-talk. Did you know that the human mind can process up to 70,000 thoughts a day? And you already probably know where I'm going at. I promise you, half of those you probably don't remember, or maybe even more than half by the end of the day. You don't remember, right? But also, also, there is a percentage of those things that are negative thoughts. And I'm not saying that all of them are negative self-thoughts because sometimes those negative thoughts are not about us. It could be about that bozo that almost ran you off the road on the interstate or the fact that you have a colleague that's not pulling their weight on a project that you have that you're working on at work. Negative self-talk, as it relates to this episode, is dealing with how you treat yourself, how you talk to yourself when it through your dating journey or when it comes to dating and getting to know a person. And it happens. It's so easy for it to happen. You're on the phone with a person or you're on the date and, and you say a joke and the joke falls flat. And you're like, idiot, why did you say that joke? That was a stupid joke. But before the joke fell flat, it wasn't a stupid joke. You thought it was funny. You thought it was a good idea to throw it out there and it just didn't land well. We have negative self thought on and talk on deeper levels, on deeper things as it relates to things that we can't change. And to me, that is one of the ugliest conversations you can have with yourself is to beat your, yourself up about things that you have no way of changing. Things that are superficial, such as basically what we look like. Oh, this person's not attracted to me because of this, or this person couldn't, wouldn't dare be attracted to me because of that. Negative self-talk is the death of self-esteem. This episode, I will share with you, I'll share with you how negative self-talk 
looks and how it affects us. So I have about five examples of that. And then I have five tips, five things that you can do in order to combat negative self-talk. But first, I do want to tell you this. Negative self-talk, if you didn't know or not, is directly related to your level of self-esteem. Now, it doesn't mean that you think you're unattractive when we're talking about physical and superficial things. It doesn't mean that you don't think you got it going on, but there are times in our lives, if we can be completely honest, that we don't feel as great as we do at other points in our lives. Sometimes we go through very, very dark and low points. And sometimes we're climbing ourselves out of that, but we're still in the pattern and the habit of this negativity. Sometimes we could be going through a depression and not even know it. A lot of times people are depressed and have no idea. And it could have nothing to do with your love life. But negative self-talk, really and truly starts with the core on how we really feel and think about ourselves. And uh, no matter how bubbly you are, how much of a huge personality that you may be, negative self-talk really and truly erodes your level of self-esteem. Now, like I stated, I am going to tell you uh, a couple of signs of or examples of negative self-talk before giving you some great things on how you can overcome them. So number one, negative self-talk is obvious. Saying negative self, negative things about yourself and being critical about yourself. That's the overall umbrella. Saying negative things and being critical. So number one, negative self-talk is Focusing on the negatives and ignoring your achievements. So let's just break it down. Focusing on your negatives, your minuses, the qualities, the traits, the assets, whatever you consider that you are lacking in or whatever you think you may be lacking in, focusing on those and not giving any credence or any best word is saying, not giving any light to the things that are going well, the things that you have been successful in. It's a recipe for disaster. And dating focusing on negatives could be like, I am 35 and I've never been married. That's focusing on negatives that you can't change. You can't change the past. Another negative that some people may look at is I'm nowhere near the education level that I would like to achieve. That's focusing on things that you can't change the past, right? You can't change what you are, where you're at right now. Focusing on your lacks and negatives can make you feel, feel low. And ignoring your achievements is kind of like adding fuel to the fire. Ignoring your achievements is just like minimizing your achievements. So that's number one, focusing on your negatives. Number two, number two, blaming yourself when things go wrong. Blaming yourself when things go wrong. I've done that plenty of times. 
is my fault. I should have done this. I should have known that. I should have did this and said this. Blame yourself when things go wrong. It's putting yourself in a position to lose. A lose-lose situation is really and truly one of the death, the is the death, excuse me, the death of progress and positivity. Sometimes there's shared blame that needs to go around the room. In dating and relationships, if you're always the one saving the day or trying to, you know, minimize the situation by taking accountability for everything, you're really and truly putting yourself in a trick bag, blaming yourself for everything really and truly does not help you experience the grace that you deserve. The next one is joking and putting yourself down in any type of way. Sometimes people are okay and comfortable with being the butt of a joke, but it does have an impact on you. The things that you say, there is power. You've heard it before in your tongue. You have to be very, very careful about the things that you say about yourself, who you are. It's extremely important because sometimes in dating, you may be okay with joking about you and, and, and your shortcomings, but it sends out a message that it's okay for me to be the butt of all jokes. And then the last thing is that I'll share today is thinking that other people are better than you. Stepping in a room, not realizing or acknowledging the fact that you got it going on, right? You could be the brokest person in the room, <laughs> but that energy, that image to what you're trying to project, really and truly, if you're doing this head game about you, you'll lose every time. You have to stop comparing yourself because if you're already in that negative mind frame, that mind frame of insecurity or thinking that you're less than, automatically that person that you picked out to compare yourself to is going to have better qualities than you or some qualities better some not but still there's a comparison and if you're in a negative mind frame you're never going to come up on top because of the way that you have trained yourself to look at you and to compare yourself to others and in dating a lot of times people want to look to see what the person's ex looks like and be like oh Wow, that person is beautiful. What does he want with me, right? Or if you're a guy, you're like, dang, the ex had this, 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 and that. Why is she, is she really interested in me? A lot of times people compare themselves and then I'm ready to basically rip themselves to shreds about over, over someone's ex, okay? So get rid of the negative self-talk. It is extremely hurtful and is is extremely toxic so some things that you can do number one is to acknowledge acknowledge this is what you're doing and you're watching this video on youtube or you're listening to the podcast 
you are realizing that, okay, D may be onto something. Let me pay attention to my thoughts. Let me make sure that the next time I'm on the date or the next time I'm on the phone that I am not hopping into this mind craze in which I am putting myself down. So number one is to acknowledge that maybe you do it, okay? Number two, number two, understand that things are not going to be perfect. And when things and if things mess up, be okay with it. If things don't happen the way that you would like, don't be quick to think it's you, that you did something wrong or you could have done something better or something different. The way things were going to go, it's the way things are going to go, regardless if it's the way that you would like things to go. Stop being able and ready to sign up to emotionally beat yourself up over things that you cannot control, things that was already in progress, okay? We can't go backwards. We can't change things of the past. But what we can do is really and truly be in the moment and understand that every situation happens for a reason and try to learn whatever that lesson is <laughs> that we need to think about, okay? Now, also when it comes to dating, we need to get rid of the scarcity mindset. Now, this I tell everyone to do, regardless if it's a building self-esteem or not. Uh, if you're in the mindset of scarcity, then you become very, very, very hyper-focused on a situation or a person. If you are willing and open to understand that scarcity thinking as it relates to dating is detrimental, think of abundance and the positivity. If, if things doesn't go a certain type of way, in your mind, you are thinking abundantly to say, you know, this situation didn't work, this has opened me up for another opportunity to invite someone into my world. So instead of thinking on the path of scarcity, think on the path of abundance. Another thing, sometimes when you're a negative or you think negatively, you are quick to have your mind and your wills turning and you are assuming the worst. And that's almost just as bad as taking credit for everything that goes wrong. When you assume your worst in dating, I'll tell you what it looks like. The, the person of your affection or your interest, your love interest, decides that on this particular weekend, they're going to go to, I don't know, a bachelor party or bachelorette party. And in your mind, you're thinking about all the people that this person may meet while they're out. And they'll forget about you or they're not that interested in you. And it doesn't even have to be a bachelor party. It could be just hanging out with their friends. You start to have your wheels turning and you start to assume and jump to conclusions. Those things can really and truly not only drive you crazy, but drive your potential partner away. So be okay with <laughs> understanding that it's okay to have a little bit of tension on certain situations. I can't tell you not to, 
but really and truly do not, do not completely be quick to assume that the worst has happened. This is not positive, it's not forward moving, and it can be, I mean, it's a block. It's a block towards the flow of positivity. And then the next one, the next one is be, I can say practice, practice accepting accountability without the guilt. And you can accept accountability without guilt, okay? So for instance, you're dating someone and maybe you got the time wrong. Right? You guys were supposed to meet up on a particular Thursday at six o'clock, but in your mind, you thought seven for whatever reason. So you get a phone call from this person who was extremely disappointed at 6.30 and they want to know where you're at. And you're like, I'm on my way. Why are you there this early? Well, they're pissed because they've been waiting for 30 minutes. And you completely at the time wrong. You can have a dialogue to admit fault without beating yourself up. You can take accountability, right, about anything that you are genuinely responsible for without afterwards, without the after the apology, after the acceptance, and they're cool with it. You can continue to move on with life without hanging on to that thing that you didn't do right. And close and understand that no one's perfect, nothing's perfect. And trust me, this dating thing is far, is far from perfect. Negative self-talk starts with you and getting rid of it starts with you as well. You have the right to think about anything that you want. What you don't have the right to do is to tear yourself down. It's not beneficial. It affects how you move in dating. It affects your confidence. It affects your conversation. It affects your mood, your swag, your mood. It affects your overall presence, your aura. It, it has a negative impact and it's self-sabotaging. It's not self-serving. And, and when you have a light around you versus being dim, you attract more people. It's, it's attractive. So again, I, let me just tell you your takeaways. Negative self-talk has a deep and strong relationship or correlation to self-esteem. There are things that you may not be aware that you're doing. Hopefully I brought some things to light that you can look out for in the future that can help you deal with uncomfortable things when it comes to dating and getting to know somebody. You want to get these things taken care of before you hop into a relationship because once you hop into a relationship, then you're in a whole different realm where you have brought in a partner who now and truly is realizing that I'm dating or I'm with a person that's negative. I'm in this situation and all of a sudden you become a problem instead of a partner. I hope this episode helped. And with that, this is Dee and I'm out. Bye.
That concludes this episode of Dating While Black. I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast, who sent emails to info at datingwhileblackpodcast.com, <laughs> as well as those of you who visit the sites and attend the events that we have, both the paid ones as well as the free ones. If you have any episode ideas, we're open to them. Check out the website at datingwhileblackpodcast.com. Bye.